0: Welcome to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy, a podcast that takes a look at stories of life and leadership for smart, amazing women and men like you. The way I can give support to the world right now
1: is by showing up. Uh, The most important thing is don't think just that you have to bring anything, bring yourself, show up. If you
2: are in a position of leadership and a position of management, bring women along with you.
0: Supporting women is Dr. Nancy's passion and her purpose, and talking with other women and men who promote women's leadership is one of her favorite things to do.
2: I have yet to meet a woman who did not know what she really wanted. She was just either afraid to ask the questions or she was afraid of what the answers meant.
0: Their stories connect us and help us understand that the possibilities are endless if we support each other and lift other women up.
1: Trust is created by persistent identity. I show yeah. up in my conversations. I build relationship. I show up as myself time and time and time again. Yeah. And trust is built. It's one conversation at a time.
0: Lisa Lutoff-Perlo is a recognized icon and trailblazer in the global hospitality industry. Lisa serves as Vice Chairman External Affairs for the Royal Caribbean Group. One of the leading cruise companies in the world with a fleet of 64 ships sailing for three award-winning cruise brands, Royal Caribbean International, Celebrity Cruises, and Silver Sea Cruises. In this role, she works to drive the company's strategy forward by working closely with industry organizations and key external entities. From 2014 to 2023, Lisa made history, as the first woman to take the helm as president and CEO of Celebrity Cruises, and was one of the few women in the world at the time leading a multi-billion dollar brand. During her years as president and CEO, Lisa led the company into an era of unprecedented growth. She transformed and redefined today's relaxed luxury cruise experience, with the launch of the bold, innovative Edge Series Ships in 2018, which was immediately hailed as game-changing for the industry, and recognized on Time Magazine's annual World's Greatest Places list. Among hundreds of additional awards for innovation and service, the ships drove unprecedented demand for the brand. Her unique skill in managing the business with a guest-first approach, fueled by data-driven insights and digital innovation, led to accelerated financial performance for the brand. She recounts her lessons learned on this journey in her leadership book, Making Waves, A Woman's Rise to the Top Using Smarts, Heart, and Courage, which will be available in February of 2024. Now here's Dr. Nancy and her guest, Lisa Lutoff-Perlow.
1: I'm going to just begin by welcoming you and thanking you for being being here, and it's so good to
2: have you. Thank you very much. Well, it's so good to be here with you as well.
1: I understand that you have just... uh, Well, first of all, you're one of the first women to be the CEO of Celebrity Cruise Line. You have you've definitely made history in doing that. But I understand you've just uh, left that position. And now you have a new position with Royal Caribbean, which is probably just the most amazing company in the world as a VP uh, of Internal Affairs. So uh, congratulations. And uh, I also understand that a woman's going to be taking your position, which is fantastic.
2: Yes. So in, I've been with the company by the time I retire from the company next April, I will have been with the company for 39 years Wow! and yeah, long time, long, wonderful career. I've always worked for a brand, either Royal Caribbean or Celebrity Cruises during that 39 years. Mm -hmm. This is my first corporate role and it's with the Royal Caribbean group. It's the vice chairman of external affairs. And, um, yeah, I will be doing that for a year as I transition from my CEO role into um, retirement from the company next April. And a woman, Laura Hodges Bethke, has taken my place as president and CEO of Celebrity. Yeah, so, yeah, I've had a a long, wonderful career, done a lot of different things, and now I'm going to do one more fantastic yeah, a new chapter i don't gotcha. ever
1: use the, i never use the word retire i go new chapter gotcha. re. it's always about all this experience and knowledge and experience that we have it just can't go to waste it just means gotcha. build on the next chapter so congratulations and i know that's uh uh, I said internal. I'm sorry. It's external. That's okay. Yes, external. External is really yes. more important in the hospitality yeah. and travel than internal. So I yeah. I like that that idea. Well, your personal story is probably the most important thing that we can talk about today. Because when uh, when I have these conversations, you know, women sometimes we're not very good about sharing where we've come from and how we've become who we are. You know, oftentimes that conversation is the one that really connects us. And we also realize that women are very, very good at comparing themselves to one another that, you know, she's smarter, she's thinner, she's more intelligent. But I think when we tell our stories to each other, we truly start to bond. And you and I both know when women come together and they bond, there's amazing things that we can do. So how did you get to be this amazing woman and 39 years and now you're at the top of your game and you're going to the next level? But
2: how did you get to be you? Well, I think the most important thing when I reflect on how I got to become me, you know, I think I've been a work in progress as we all are for the last 39 years. I think, I think the thing that's most important for all of us is that we learn and that we grow and that we get better uh, yeah. as human beings and as professionals in what we do. I've had the good fortune of starting in, at the very bottom in our company in sales and uh, I was calling door to door on our travel partners in New England, where I'm from. Uh-huh. And I steadily advanced within the company. And 30 years later, a long 30 years later, I became the president and CEO of Celebrity. I was the first woman in our company to ever run a brand, first woman in the company in our C suite first woman in the company to run operations for Celebrity, first woman in the company to run marine and hotel operations for Royal Caribbean, and the first woman in our company to run our global marine organization. So uh, while while my president and CEO position is certainly the highest and most prestigious, I was the first woman to hold many different positions in our company. And I think it's because I left myself open to learning and growing and changing and trying new things. I find that many of us are on linear paths that might not always get us where we want to go. And I took a very long and windy road to where I ended up. And I have to admit, at the beginning, I wasn't very open to that long and windy road. But I found that once I took the first step, the next steps were easier. And it took me to places that I never even dreamed of in my career. Yeah. Can
1: I can I ask who are your mentors? Who who are your models though to even put you on that path? Because you know, I was lucky. I had my grandmothers who were both uh, in business, and my mother who was a, a million-dollar saleswoman, real estate. So, you know, I had women in my own, on my own path and, and mentoring me, and and someone to emulate. Because we can't be what we can't see, what we can't hear, what we can't read about. So, who in your life uh, helped you to even say, "I can be on this path. I can do this"?
2: I think a few different people. Uh, my mom is a very independent woman who you know who traveled her own path and did what she wanted to do and was in business and always wanted to be successful and had that ambition and drive in her and she never thought that because she was a woman she couldn't do something and and i think in many ways i probably took that myself and yeah. used that as as something i never thought there that there, as a woman, that it was a barrier to anything that I wanted to do. But the reality is in business, in, in my company, is that every single person who advocated for me, sponsored me, supported me, promoted me, uh, were men that I had the good fortune of working for throughout my career. Very progressive men who were never never looked at my gender as a barrier to the types of opportunities that I was given. I will say that the the colleagues that I encountered along my way weren't always as welcoming to a woman because I went into so many roles that women had never had before, and they were made up of so many men. Um, It's very, very often in our business, and I don't know that our business is much unlike any other business or corporation out there, but you're, you're always the only woman in the room or maybe one of two. So when I was put into positions by men who really believed I had the leadership and cultural capabilities that they were looking for in these roles uh, even though I didn't have the subject matter expertise I think the people that I worked alongside who did have the subject matter expertise were somewhat skeptical and in some cases unwelcoming but I was always given opportunity by the by the great men I've worked with in my career
1: yeah well, my book is called In This Together, and it's interesting. I was in—I actually in Oxford, and I was talking about the book and uh, had received a reward at this particular uh, meeting. And so I got up and I started talking about the book and talking about In This Together. I was talking about women's leadership, and I was talking about the importance of women having a seat at the table. But then I started talking about something key that I really... Uh, from now on i mean after that uh, after that day just completely was the best thing ever happened i started talking about the importance of men and women working together and i said you know oftentimes you know, we just need to ask for what we want. And men also ask us, you know, if we start working together and start asking questions, anything is possible. But, but I kept saying we we men and women have to work together if we want to get to the finish line and be successful. But it was so wonderful. After that speech, those men came up to me and they said, Oh, thank you so much you know, you can't imagine what it's it's like to always feel that you're going to be denigrated or male bashing or whatever. I said, no, I said, that's not the point. The point is, is when we begin to understand that our mentors can be male or female, that there's just all kinds of possibilities, but they, you know, and, and the men would say, all, what you do is sometimes just ask for what you want. Tell us how we can help. And the point is, is that sometimes we walk into any situation, business, industry, or whatever, and have these set ideas based on our own backgrounds, based on our own cultural backgrounds or whatever. And then we assume, but when we start asking these key questions, these amazing things happen. And then and this is no doubt what has happened for you. I, you know, I also have been the only woman in the room and uh, have found it very not, not uncomfortable at all. But every time that we get a seat at the table and we start really working together, we know that all the companies in the United States, for sure, and globally as well, who have top women's leaders in the the corporate offices and and the C-suites are are successful. This pie is big enough for all of us. There's enough slices of the pie. And, you know, well, I'll be honest with you, Lisa, one of the things that has been one of my nemesis is women, women really bashing one another. And this is where the the problem has been when I started Women Connect for Good was women supporting other women. And this was key. And it still is. She and I talk about this all the time. I think black women really get it. White women still compete in such a way that if we started really supporting each other, anything is possible. So I don't know what your experience has been uh, with other women, but of course, uh, you're, you're no doubt lifting as you rise with women as you rise, you're bringing other women on, on board as well. It looks, it looks like your new CEO of Celebrity, another woman taking your position. So, I mean, those are just my thoughts, but I'd really like to know your thoughts as well.
2: You know, there was a, there's a lot to unpack there. You, you mentioned so many things that I think are so critical. Uh, we'll start with we're in it together. And um, I think that's just a perfect title because it's so true whether it's a group of women in it together or men and women in it together. You know, we all we all need each other to lift each other up. So I, I happen to work in a company that's very supportive where women are very supportive of other women. I remember when I was appointed to my role, women across the entire enterprise were so happy and cheering for me to be successful because it took so long. And I, always, I remember thinking when I was the first, I, I remember thinking, don't screw this up because you don't want to be the last, you know? And um, so there is, there is a big responsibility. I, I was actually at an event over the weekend in London and a, another woman CEO of one of our brands, uh, Barbara from Silver Seas, she was asked, was it difficult going into the role as a woman? And she said, no, because Lisa paved the way for us. And it was just very easy and natural to just come into that situation. And that, you know, I, yeah, you know, I gave her a big hug afterwards because, that's what I want to do. And that's what I have done. And the reality is, is that we at Celebrity, our our operations on board are very male dominated, not e- even more than the corporate environment and our corporate headquarters. Women in Mar- in Mariner positions are few and far between. Of all the Mariners in the world, 2% are women. When I took on Celebrity, 3% of our nautical team were women and now 33% are women. And I'm in it with men because the men that work for me that run Marine or did work for me, They're the ones that brought all these women in. They're the ones that believed in gender equality on our bridges as much as I did. They're the ones that went out to the Maritime Academies or to all of these recruiting firms and found qualified women to take these roles so that we could have more gender balance on the bridge. I hired Captain Kate, the first and still only American woman, um, as captain of of a mega cruise ship. And she's a rock star. And She has the largest social media following of any mariner in the world. Um, And she has done so much for women in maritime. So it's something that feeds off itself. It's an energy and it is a movement and it is an initiative that everybody rallies around to make a difference and make things better. And so I... I do know that in some areas, and I've experienced it myself, where there are women who want to hurt you or tear you down or not want you to succeed. Yeah. Thankfully I've overcome those situations. Um, and but I do think and my I've had the good fortune of, of uh, not having that situation over the last at least 10 or 15 years in our company
1: fantastic but you're but you're bringing women along and men are bringing women along and women are bringing men along and and that's the way it works i mean it's it's just i mean we would have no problems if everybody worked together we'd have no poverty we'd have everybody be educated everybody have health care these these simple simple things or what what are some of the things that you you offer because uh, again we're going to talk about your book but uh, no doubt uh, yeah. Being in a leadership role and 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 really being a mentor to so many men and women, there are things that you've helped people come along into strong leadership positions that uh, are are successful that keep them and keep growing the company.
2: Well, you know, one of the things that I realized early on as I was taking on roles of more and more responsibility and more and more opportunity um, to have a, a large sphere of influence. One of the things for me that has been the most rewarding is helping people in their own careers, just like people helped me in mine. And I realized that, you know, I know we'll talk about my book in a little while. I tried to, I tried to capture the things throughout my 38-year career that I either developed as something that was important to me or probably had in an innate way that came out more and more over time as I took on different roles, as I matured, as I gained more experience. But I think that I learned that you can't do anything by yourself. And I think a lot of leaders uh, want to be the smartest person in the room or think they're the smartest person in the room or act like they're the smartest person in the room. Um, and I never have. And I, I feel like Hiring people that are smarter than me is a really smart thing to do. Uh-huh. And uh, and also to pay it forward, to give people yeah. opportunity yeah. that are so deserving and that might otherwise have gone unnoticed. And when I think about the careers I've impacted for both men and women, when I see all the families that they have now, just because of different opportunities they've had, um, that I've been responsible for giving them and they thank me for that, that is... Um, quite rewarding for me, probably the most rewarding thing of anything that I've done in my career. And I've done a lot and accomplished a lot, but it's all about the people and what you can do for other people. That is the thing for me. That is, um, brings me the greatest joy. Uh, yeah, I I
1: say that all the time, the, I, me, mine, people don't get it. You know, it's we and us and, and no, nobody gets anywhere alone. Nobody. And, uh, it's it, it just the way it is, you know. There's an African statement that uh, it's, it's anonymous, but it says, "If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go all together." And it's wow. truly, yeah. it's truly so important for all of us to understand, that, especially women. And I think, I think, especially when it comes to leadership, this is over my experience in in doing training and leadership training, is that women sometimes do believe they have to be all things to all people, and they have to do everything extremely well. But they, but when you, when they finally realize they can ask for help, and you know the networking, you know, I mean, when you give give help, then you get help, and and it's everything that I've ever done in my life threefold has come back to me. You know, anything that I've given out there has come back to me, and and that's been kind of my life lesson: is that the more I give, the more it comes back to me. So, and I'm sure for you, that's happened time and time again as well. Well, let's talk about the book because I think the book probably says just about everything about your career and probably no doubt about your your personal life. And and again, uh, your work, this is what I said the other day in, in a video, your passion is your work and your work is your passion. And when people begin to understand that every day, just, you know, I mean, when you look down and you started the day and you look down and, and it's the end of the day, You know that you're doing what you truly love to do. The minutes just go by one at a time. You know you're not doing what you want to do. So I think that's it. When Help people find out what their passion is. So your passion is your work and your work is your passion. So talk about this book, Making Waves, A Woman's Rise to the Top, Using
2: Smarts, Heart, and Courage. I love that. I love your title. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's appropriate for the things that I've done in my career that a lot of people said I couldn't do, uh, that celebrity couldn't accomplish. And, you know, we made some waves. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And yes, the book does cover a lot of that. But I think, you know, I always say that um, I was a reluctant book writer, I never thought I would write a book just because I never think I have anything people want to hear. But throughout my career, especially over the last probably five or 10 years, women, a lot of women, actually, and young women. I do a lot of speaking to young women. I love being around young women. I love being around college students. I love to talk to people with so much optimism and hope and so much of their life in front of them it, you know, it excites me and energizes me. And as I tell my story, and I talk about the lessons, and I talk about the fact that it wasn't easy, but nothing worthwhile ever is, and yes. that you have to stick to it, that everybody tells me, you need to write a book, you need to write a book. So writing this book was another way I've tried to pay it forward and talk about the lessons that I learned, that I hope, you know, I'm, I, I do believe that, Anybody that will read this book, I hope they'll get something out of it, regardless of their role, whether they're a leader or not, they lead their family, they lead their business, they lead their department, they lead themselves, uh, just in how they conduct themselves. And it's 10 chapters, and the 10 chapters deal with different things that I've encountered or done in my career, and what I've learned from those, and how it has made me better, smarter, stronger, and... One of the things that you said about putting things out there, that's one of the things that I talk about in my book. I I call it the boomerang theory. And that whatever you put out there in the universe is going to come back. So you want it to be good because it'll come back good and it'll come back bad. It's your choice.
1: Yeah, karma's a bitch. (laughs) Karma's a bitch for
2: sure. And (laughs) It's
1: um, it's a bitch. Everybody needs to understand that. It will come back. It will uh,
2: come back. And, you know, I look at that um Dr Nancy as I look at that as how I've been able to be successful too because people need to be personally invested in your success. You can't be the only one that cares about your success because if you are, you won't be successful. And the only way you're going to get other people to care about your success is if you prove that you care about theirs. It's it's the self-fulfilling prophecy. And I've always believed that because of what I put out there in the universe and paying it forward and being invested in people's personal happiness and their professional happiness, they're invested in mine it's like we have 20,000 crew all over the world if they don't know I genuinely care about them sure they'll show up and do their job but they yeah. won't care as much yeah. and caring is the thing that separates um, us as as human beings as professionals everybody's going to do their job but how you do it is really important, and I talk about failure. I talk about showing vulnerability. I find women, especially, don't want to show vulnerability because they're afraid of that, and they look at it as a weakness. And I look at it as a strength. And and I also say that I learned that over time. As a younger woman in my career, I didn't want to show any vulnerability. I didn't want to. I didn't want anyone to think I didn't know everything. And then as I I took on different roles where I wasn't a subject matter expert or found myself in different situations. I realized you need to ask for help and you need to tell people you, you don't have the answers and you need their help. And so the the book is, you know, many different things like that. And and then of course, my last, my first chapter is the best of times and the worst of times. And that's the pandemic, Um, And then my last chapter is full steam ahead. So it opens probably during the worst time in our industry. It's not chronological. You know, I, I talk about different times in my career and all the lessons I learned. But the last chapter is full steam ahead and how you can come out of even the worst of situations if you have the best intentions and the best people around you.
1: Well, you're singing to the choir here. I'm just, uh, you know, I've been doing this a long time also, but it's, it's really about relationships. I, I think COVID, the one thing that came out of COVID for me was, was the importance of relationships. And I think that also has come about in business and in, in industry and in any, any venue is that people are going, are deciding where they want to be, who they want to be with and what they want to do. And I think that in itself has been the most positive thing for me. I can't I can't tell you the number of changes I've made since COVID, and the people that were here are not, many of those people are no longer here. My tribe is is the people who truly care, and they care about each other, and they work together, and it's all about relationships. And I think that's what I saw. On your ship was that it really was a a very nice group of people that truly were working together there was ownership they felt good about what they were doing and they made the people on the ship feel that way as well so i want to congratulate you on that the book as soon as it comes out i want a copy and then we're going to talk again but one of the things i would love for you to become a part of is the lift women up campaign it's really lift people up campaign Love to get that to you because the more we get in that campaign, it's 52. It's all the weeks. Every week, there's something that women can do and men can do to lift each other up. It could be as simple as making a phone call to somebody Mm -hmm. and saying, how are you today? I've been thinking about you. You know, how are you doing? You know, getting a personal note. Like I said, going back to the whole issue of of relationships. When I get a card, I don't know about you, when I get a personal card in the mail, it's like it's a treasure. It's a treasure. It we've is. got, we've got to get back to the point where we're truly, we, people really, truly care. And yeah. we, if we can do that every week out of the, the entire year, we just have our new list come out is that, and then we have, then we have women talking about things that they're doing, you know, and it really does boil down. Somebody cares about me, yep. Somebody cares about what I have to say, what I have to think about and what, I, what, you know, how I can make a change. And mm-hmm. it comes out. Let's make this world a better place, and you can do yep. that. I mean, you're doing that every day with a number of people that you're employing uh, with your cruise lines and your and your uh, 64 ships. But but again, the people working there, but the people coming on those ships. I mean, it's those you're building memories. You're That's building right. relationships. You're yeah. building memories. So I know it's got to be just uh, an exciting thing in your life to see what where you've come from and where you're going. So what's next what's next before we end this conversation what's next? okay well yeah
2: you know i talk about my story as well in my book that i'm just a i'm just a girl from the oldest seaport in the country gloucester massachusetts oh, wow. little town of 25,000 people um you know and i look back on this life i've had and this career i've had and it's pretty spectacular and now i'm getting ready for my next adventure and i when i when I said retire, it was only from the company. Um, My my last section of my book is called The Next Chapter. And I'm, you know, I'm in this role for the next year. And I'm excited about the different things I'll be able to do with and for the company, especially around the things I'm passionate about, like diversity, equity, and inclusion, sustainability, local governments all over the country that, you know, our company needs better representation in communicating with and talking to about the industry and the future of the industry. So those are the things that I'll be focused on for the next, I guess, 11 months or so. And during this time, I'm also thinking about what my next chapter and my next adventure will be. And I'm leaving myself open to the universe to see what it has in store for me.
1: Well, it sounds fantastic. And I also read through the Royal Caribbean information, climate and sustainability. And, and this is something, again, uh, you know, uh, I, I have a home in Montecito. So those cruise ships come in and, uh, you know, they, everybody has to be very conscious of the ocean and what we're putting into it it got to be so very, very important. So, yep. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, my, my daughter's into women and climate change. So uh, we're oh. doing a lot with that. So wow. whatever you can do to help, we need to That's keep right. That's well.
2: right. My but, niece is a very big environmentalist as well. And uh, she very much cares about the planet and the oceans. And, you know, this is why, again, young people uh, fill me full of hope and optimism because they care about the right things. And yeah. so, um, some days when you are not so hopeful, when you see and hear what's going on, then you realize that there are so many good people out there who do know and care and want to do the right thing. And so I, I continue to have great hope. Well, uh, hope is a four-letter word, and love is a four-letter
1: word, and some of those other words are four-letter, words. let's, let's <laughs> yeah. keep the good ones. Yeah. And you know what also a four-letter word is? Life. It's life. Yeah. And that's what I, what I tell people, you know, every yeah. day is about life. but uh, that's right. it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Like I said, when the book comes out, please let us know. And, and I'd love to talk about that some more and then get you involved in the lift women and men campaign and uh, continue this relationship. And uh, you know, we're all in it together. We're yes, all we together. are. We
2: sure well, yeah. are, Dr. Nancy. Well,
1: good luck with your new position
2: and I wish Thank you the
1: you. best. And it's been delightful. Have Same a great day. here.
2: Thank Absolutely. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Take much. care.
2: Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
1: If you enjoy these smart, amazing conversations, please subscribe, rate, and review them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And read and enjoy more amazing stories in my books, In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life, and Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. Thank you for listening.